0: I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is the Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast, Making Hormones Make Sense. How's everybody doing today? Uh, I'm going to record an episode today on the subject of the adrenal glands, the stress response glands. I figured it was probably time after the year we've all had to share the information again, but to give some updates as well. And um, yeah, just to see that we can't, uh, if we can't all manage our our stress response a little better. But before I get too far into it, let me take a moment to tell you about our sponsor for this podcast, Athletic Greens. Let me tell you about Athletic Greens. Eating well and taking all the recommended supplements can be just another task for the to-do list. Even if we do our best with eating a healthy diet, many of us could benefit from a nutritional boost. Athletic Greens is an excellent way to get those nutrients in an easy-to-take form. One tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients like medicinal mushrooms, probiotics, prebiotics, adaptogenic herbs for adrenal health, and more. The Greens Superfood Blend helps to fill the nutritional gaps in our diet and tastes good, too. We have been taking it daily in our house for a few months now, and we love the convenience of the high-vibe nutrition it gives. As a physician, I love that it has clean-sourced ingredients to help with gut health, immunity, brain health, and cellular function in one easy step. It has replaced many other supplements in that one scoop in our house. Athletic Greens is offering my community a one-year supply of liquid vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase, for free. Visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Fiona Lovely to take advantage of this offer. So our post-pandemic world has changed immensely. And I don't know about you guys, but I got really clear in the pause, in the quiet time that normally would have been filled with a multitude of things about what was working for me and what wasn't. And, you know, this is part of the journey of perimenopause, is that we get the opportunity, first of all, to look at the first half of our lives and say, you know, what things would I do differently and how can I change myself moving forward? How can I change my life moving forward so that I can fulfill those desires, interests, a little better. Um, You know, perimenopause says grow or die. And what are the things you wish to grow and what are the things that need to die away? So what worked well, what didn't work well, those were things I was able to assess for myself. And as we start to return to, I'm doing air quotes, normal, normal, Although, let's be honest, normal was not working all that well for anybody. So let's um, embrace the evolution of uh, ourselves throughout this particular era. But I want to remind you, sisters, do not pick up that which no longer serves you. Don't pick it up. You're going to have to resist hard because this is what we do. We go, oh, goodness, I can uh, re-uptake my job doing this or doing that or being all these things to all these people. And is that really what you want? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Anyways, all of these things do relate to adrenal health. But what I think is really important as we emerge into the new world is that we spend some time doing a systems assessment Looking at the major systems, a health check, if you will, a peek under the hood to see if we are doing, if there's anything that needs attention. Okay? So, the three major components of health physical, mental, and spiritual, of course. Um, Physical is that, you know, how's your sleep? How's your diet? Um, you know, a lot of us picked up some some maybe not so healthy habits as stress management during the, the pandemic year, and um, maybe our sleep isn't as great either. Maybe we're consuming alcohol a little too much, um, et etc. It's time to look at those and say, okay, uh, is this serving me? Is it not? Should I change this habit? Again, just... Information here, no judgment on anybody's behavior. Um, we all did what we had to to get through this. So, also when it comes to physical, I want you to sort of take a look at stress management. Um, again, don't pick up what doesn't work for you. Uh, that will help you stress manage. And for the love of all things holy, Keep your keep some space on your plate for yourself, for your own self-development, for your own actualization of the person you wish to become. Don't fall right back into those old habits. So when it comes to the mental component of health in the major systems, are you returning to a social life? Connection is so critical for human beings that it's really important that you probably, if you're anything like me, I have recognized how much more I needed social connection than prior to um, prior to our pause year. And so I'm seeking that out actively um, and finding places that make me feel safe and connected. And that's the next component of mental health too is do you feel safe? There is a lot of unresolved trauma coming up to be healed. Have you noticed? (laughs) And it's important that we acknowledge it and heal it and no longer stuff it. Because the stuff that we use to stuff it down, not so good for our health. I have, uh, in previous podcasts, in some Facebook Lives, etc., and Instagram Lives, I've done, talked about the issue of safety and what you can do to restore uh, safety, the, the sensation of safety to the nervous system. So please go take a look at those. And of course, spiritual, the spiritual health aspect is, are you experiencing peace? If you've got peace, then are you looking for joy? And the deliberate pursuit of pleasure. These things are all really, really important to a woman's health. But this podcast, of course, is about uh, adrenal glands. And I'd like to talk about those for a moment. So um, this, this episode is meant to be sort of the part two of the earlier Adrenal Health Function podcasts I've done um, and um, sort of the newer information we have. So when we look at the adrenal glands, they are stress response glands. Their job is to, to respond when the brain, the nervous system says, oh my goodness, something's not right, must react. Now, whether that's a physical trauma and we need to have higher blood pressure, higher sugar, higher um, uh, insulin, whatever, to heal a wound, or if it's ongoing low-grade stress or whatever, this is what the adrenal glands do. So are you experiencing stress? Are you feeling safe? Because when our nervous system triggers not safe, which... I mean, my God, that's so many of us. After this last year, you really have to cultivate safety right now, okay? Really, really important to do that. And I think maybe there needs to be a, a podcast upcoming on that subject because it's it's a big and super important one for us to heal. Because, you know, my concern is that as we emerge into the new world, um, are we going to have mental health crises like we've never seen before? If we're not already having them and hiding them, people are hiding them, or and or are we going to have major health issues, you know, five to ten years from now because of the stress of the last year? And that's especially true for my generation, Gen X, um, although other generations as well, but, you know, the scope of this podcast is for women in perimenopause, so I'm going to guess that you're likely Gen Xer. Um, so are you managing the stress well? Are you feeling safe? Are you managing stress well? Are we going to be dealing with a health crisis? So if I can give you information that will help you temper that safety or uh, temper the lack of safety response or I don't feel safe response. Um, not only will that help your adrenal glands terrifically, but it'll help the other systems too. Adrenal glands are primary glands, which means that they have the ability to affect, affect all of the other glands. So it's really important that we get their um, function um, supported And not overworking, and also that um, we are making sure we're not constantly pressing the panic button, uh, catastrophizing, which, listen, no judgment. If that's you, how could it not be after the last year? And even better, if it's not you, fantastic. Pick something else off the list. Anyways, okay. So um, making sure we're managing the regulation of uh, DHEA and cortisol. Cortisol being the primary stress hormone, DHEA being so the secondary guy, even though it's in a much larger amount. Okay, so here are my recommendations for adrenal health. Number one, self-care is no longer an option. Previous to the pandemic, self-care for a lot of us was another thing on our to-do list that we got to if there was enough time. And that is no longer good enough. It literally has to be something we are actively seeking every day before we handle other things. You cannot give. You can't pour out of your cup, boo, if your cup's not full. So you've got to get in there and make sure you're doing the self-care. Think of it as self-practice. Do what you love as much as you can, daily. So for me, um, I actively seek things that will give me pleasure. For example, this afternoon, I sat out, beautiful afternoon, I put my chair underneath the tree just to get some shade, and I dug my toes into the fresh, lush grass, and I just watched the birds the butterflies, the bees, the cats, uh, in my neighborhood, the clouds in the sky. And I did that for probably an hour. I didn't have a phone anywhere near me. In fact, I was outside and the phone was upstairs on the charger. Um, I wasn't listening to music. I was listening to the music of nature. So I'm going to talk about the default mode network here in a minute, but this is one of the things I was engaging. Um, So I love to read. Maybe tomorrow when I go out there, I'll be with my book. But today, I just wanted to stare at the sky, and it was, it was excellent. So um, cooking is a passion for me. Crafts are a passion for me. Writing is a passion for me, etc. cetera. So um, find the thing you love and do it for the love of it, okay? Don't let it be a thing on your to-do list. I think that's really important. Self-care is a bridge to our health, a connection between mind and body. Okay, so default mode network. Again, I've talked about this one quite a bit, um, but um, let me just sort of review it. It's what happens to our brain when we allow our mind to wander, to daydream, to not be concerned about anything or anyone in particular, and to not be distracted. It's a true resting state that we cannot access any other way Than to daydream. So, uh, everything your elementary school teachers told you about daydreaming is wrong. It's absolutely something we should be encouraging in our children, in our spouses, in ourselves. And if you want to research it, again, it's called the Default Mode Network. Now, uh, another tip I want to give you for adrenal health is uh, around intermittent fasting, which I've talked about a lot. I do I think intermittent fasting is a really important part of overall health for a lot of reasons. Um, It helps you to control cravings, and it restores the blood sugar, insulin handling mechanisms, Uh, not only for the brain, but for the body as well. And um, those things are so, so critical for our brain and overall health as we age. So my recommendation generally is a 12- to 16-hour fast uh, that is, you're not eating anything or drinking anything except water, black coffee, or black tea, not herbal tea, but black tea, in a 12 to 16 hour period, in any 24 hour period. And the rest of the time you're doing, you're eating. Now, if you happen to be ApoE4 positive, meaning you've got one or two copies of that particular gene, you're at an increased risk for Alzheimer's and dementia, and you should be doing an 18 plus hour fast. Now, what we're sort of learning is that women do better on a cycling of the fasting, meaning you're not doing it every day. You may do it three to five times a week where you're doing a 12 to 16-hour fast. Um, I know it's gotten quite popular for people to do these 24-hour fasts. I just... This is a podcast about adrenal health, and I got to say, that's really hard on the adrenal glands to do that. So I just I cannot recommend it for the average person. If you have some health issues that you're trying to reverse and you're working with a practitioner that is aware of um, how intermittent fasting works and can support you uh, or even you're being medically monitored, I think something like that could work. But really, that's just it's so hard on the adrenals. And it's not dissimilar to over-exercising, which we like to do as well. Although, less so as we get older, that tends to be more of a a younger uh, experience. But I've seen it, especially if women go a little bit um, uh, uh, cuckoo bananas for, oh my God, I've gained weight, so I've got to exercise like two hours a day. Like, just stop the insanity, please. (laughs) That's just not a good idea for the adrenal glands either. I'm laughing because I know I've, I've, I've felt the pull to this myself. So it's a very, very common thing. And um, in fact, I think the second episode, maybe the third episode I ever did of the podcast, I talked about what happened to a patient's hormonal health when she was over-exercising. So if you need to be reminded, go back and have a listen. So intermittent fasting, gently cycle your fasting actually more effective that way. The way I like to think of it is this is how our ancestors would have done it when there wasn't a grocery store on every corner or restaurant, every other building. Sometimes we had access to food and sometimes we didn't. And We had to be metabolically flexible so that the brain can continue to work. So some days you're going to fast and some days you won't. Okay? Now, I want you to get serious about your sleep hygiene. I've talked about this one too, but just to reiterate, you want seven to nine hours for resilience. If you're sleep apneic, meaning that you stop breathing or you're snoring, maybe your partner tells you that you stop breathing, I want you to go and have a sleep study done because the sleep apnea not only increases your risk for Alzheimer's and dementia, but it prevents you from having a proper night's sleep. And a proper night's sleep is critical for resilience and resilience is one of those things we're really monitoring uh, with when it comes to not just adrenal health, but immunity and overall health altogether. That's why a lot of us are using these uh, wearable devices now that tell us how much activity we've had, how much sleep we've had, have we recovered, what's our HRV or heart rate variability. Um, I prefer the Aura Ring. That's my um, my preferred, but I know lots of people like the Whoop uh, strap, and um, you know there's there's lots of options out there. Um, even the Fitbit uh, will do some of that. So um, managing your bedtime so that you've got a regular bedtime that is really important for adrenal glands too. Um, I think most of us are pretty good with this, but if you're one of those people that stays up late on the weekends, you know, you might just want to rethink that. Because, again, the more hours of sleep you get before midnight, the more restorative those bits of sleep are. So avoid your your screen, your tablet, your phone an hour, at least an hour before bed. You need to have had your last meal probably three hours before bedtime. Uh, it for, for fasting purposes, potentially, or um, also for brain health, that's a really important one. Manage your light uh, in the bedroom, temperature, and um, for heaven's sakes, don't check your phone right out of bed in the morning. Stuff can wait. There's nothing urgent. In fact, your phone shouldn't even be in your bedroom. Um, there's lots of reasons for that uh, electromagnetic field, the Wi-Fi, all of that. Just take it out of the bedroom. It should be somewhere else. Um, mine is plugged in in the guest room across the hallway from the bedroom. So, uh, and I do, um, I do, th- I did notice the difference when I changed that up a few years ago. So, when you get out of bed, take some slow, deep breaths in the morning. In fact, you can. Stay in bed to do this. Put your hands on your belly. Focus on the breath moving into your body. Set your intention for the day. Peace and ease is a good one. I like that one a lot. Um, And just really connect with what it feels like to be rested and um, safe. And you'll carry that with you through the day. So don't check your phone until you've done that. Even better if you've got some time to be a little creative before you check your phone. Writing in your journal, uh, doing a meditation, a prayer, a walk, whatever it is for you. It just depends on what your morning. Uh, I, I tend to pack a lot of stuff in in the morning before I start my work day because I'm an early riser. But I realize that most people are not like that. <laughs> Uh, So I don't want to bombard you with that too much. Okay, let's talk about adrenal support supplements. I'm really liking adaptogenic herbs right now for adrenal support. And I put them in a tea that I drink in the morning. Um, rhodiola, ashwagandha, which is also called withania, holy basil, and reishi mushroom are good things to put into your adrenal tonic. You can buy these pre-made. If you happen to be um, handy with the herbs, you can make your own too. And then just a couple sort of quick tips. uh, Stay away from the media. Stay away from scrolling on your phone without without stopping. Um, None of those things get you anywhere good. Um, Get high, you know, vibe, right? Listen to music, dance, and find pleasure. And that high vibe is so critical. It allows your brain to rest. It allows your adrenals to rest. It feels good, right? (laughs) Seek pleasure. I talked about overexercising and really important not to do that. 120 minutes a week is good. Um, what you want to do is elevate your heart rate and um, but not kill yourself in the process. Make sure you're building in quiet time every day, not time sitting by yourself scrolling on your phone. That does not count as quiet time. Quiet time is being able to daydream and let your mind wander. Drink two to three waters of two to three liters of water daily. Really important. Um, connect with others. And here's some things to avoid: perfectionism, overachieving, lack of boundaries. Ooh, lack of boundaries. That's a big one, isn't it? Oh my goodness! So many of us have leaky boundaries. Okay, <laughs> start to look at where uh, parts of your life could be better defined in terms of what you allow. And uh, enforce that. That's really, really important for adrenal health too. So uh, I hope this has been helpful for you. Episode 75, Adrenal Health Update. I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely. You can check us out on the Facebook page for the podcast, which is at Not Sure Mother's Menopause Podcast, or on Instagram at Dr. Fiona Lovely, one word. And don't forget to check out athleticgreens.com forward slash Fiona Lovely for the best supplement, I'm a big fan. Take good care. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your healthcare provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.